Quincy Ameriquois here, and you're now listening to PS Clips, where we bring you the best highlights and moments from the hashtag Ask the Soccer Pro Show. You can subscribe to listen to more clips, this full episode, and all our other Perfect Soccer Radio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. The players who can tap into that flow state and kind of fall into the rhythm of the game are less likely to be exposed as the players that when you're watching that feel uncomfortable, out of sorts, not in the flow, and um, can get broken down easily. Uh, the Lucas said, what worked, the MSL, not worked, DC's playoff run without Quincy. Hey, you might be speaking too much facts out there, uh, Luca. Uh, John Hollinger asked, how often do you see players at the MLS level allow their emotions and reactions to affect their play in a game? Do you think... How often do you see... Most MLS players are playing on emotion. So it doesn't mean playing on emotion is necessarily a terrible thing or a bad thing, right? It's just, are you able to harness and focus your emotions in on the task at hand and use your emotions to... Uh, your benefit. Uh, so last last week's episode, what if I pee on myself on the soccer field, right? Uh, we we broke down the process in which the thought of peeing on yourself can create a negative emotional response that makes you less um, that that lowers your overall quality of play, your decision making, your ability to nav- navigate the game, and to uh, play to the best of your ability same emotional response can dial you in and focus you in on being the best player that you can be on the field at that particular time. So I think a majority of all players are, a majority of players, I think we cut out there for a second, flow. I would say that you are not operating on emotion, right? But you can play in a flow state and score a goal or do something exciting and then evoke emotion, as a result of that flow state. And the the players who can tap into that flow state and kind of fall into the rhythm of the game are less likely to be exposed as the players that when you're watching that feel uncomfortable, out of sorts, not in the flow, and um, can get broken down easily. And um, team is a system, right? It's an entire system. And if one player is out of flow, that's where and how you can exploit the system of that team. And based on your experience as a player and your style of play, you can recognize those flaws and then implement strategies and, and um, tactics to, to infiltrate the system. And now you can disrupt the flow of the game and then alter the flow of the game to flow around you. That's kind of when you're probably watching, walking, he's walking and strolling and the ball just always seems to come to him and he always seems to find himself in the right places at the right time. It's because the flow of the game is now revolving around him. And most, most players, most players aren't able to get to a point in time where they understand how to create that flow for themselves. But that's what we talk about here on the show. It's a mentality and a mindset. And the MSL mindset is a way is a way to assess your environment, critically think and break it down to the the fundamental pieces of that system and process and how to 
get yourself in to then create opportunities for yourself on the field. And this can be a way in which, you know, you learn the personality of a player on the field and um, hopefully brand yourself as a, as a specific type of player so that when a coach or a scout is watching your play, they can see how your style can fit into their system, um, into their system of play. But I think what's been difficult for most coaches, scouts, and individuals to understand on the MSL side is this is a completely revolutionary system and uh, critical thinking process, which makes it very difficult for people to see how it fits into their system other than when their system is broken and they need to have, fall back on hard work and and knowing what they're going to get. And... Uh, and, um, you know, it's been slow going, but I think it's it's starting to be understood. Uh, I think it's starting to be understood to the point that it won't be underestimated to the degree that it has been in the past. And the moment that happens, people will truly understand the value of the MSL our way of thinking and the way in which we've built our community. So I appreciate everybody who participates every week, who comes back with feedback, um, who joins in the community, who invests in the brand and uh, applies these philosophies and ideas out in their local markets and then comes back with more questions um, of how to improve. I feel like our community has greatly been taking advantage of this time, this quarantine. Quincy Ameriqua here, and thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to share it with someone you feel will get some value from it. And if you could take a moment to leave a review of our podcast wherever you're listening and let us know who you would like us to interview next, we'll get working on it right away. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M to enter to win for free today. Thanks again, and see you guys in the next episode. Thank <laughs> you.